Hi everybody, okay this is part two of a hopefully just two-part message <laughs> called Here to Die. Um, I'm just going to continue. I made it, sh I made it uh, two parts because the first part I didn't want it to be really long so that people would have the option to listen at two different settings. Um, I left off the last video talking about how we we were we are here for the purpose of dying and I'm going to start this video with another vision that this one is this one I've had this one came many years ago we'll say it like that um, and if you go on the website or to the blog you can find the vision so you can read it in its entirety I'm not going to do the whole vision because it's too long I'm just going to tell you the part about dancing with the Lord and about the gold and silver arrows okay mostly I think I'm just going to tell you that part but in the vision I was dancing with Jesus and we were on this beautiful dance floor and there was a perimeter around the dance floor I noticed how beautiful the dance floor was it looked nice deep rich color um, and I was just my head was laying on the Lord's on the Lord's chest and we were just dancing back and forth and then he put his hand underneath my feet lifted me up and set me down on the floor stood me on the floor behind him and we continued to dance I'm going to explain the vision as I go so that you know it makes sense um, the Lord says that if we want to dance with him that that beautiful dance of that relationship with him that intimacy with him we have to learn how to follow him and I had prayed for many years I wanted to dance with the Lord I would see myself literally in visions I would see myself flying around him in a manner of speaking just like a ballerina tw uh, tw doing all of the stuff <laughs> just with so much joy and so anyway in this particular vision he puts me behind him we're dancing and then uh, I noticed that there were other people on the dance floor everybody was there by invitation which is you know we don't come unless Holy Spirit draws us according to Scripture that's very true nobody's gonna come to the Lord unless his spirit draws him so everybody on that dance floor was drawn was called by invitation you couldn't be on the dance floor unless you were called so they were on the dance floor there were people dressed in different attire uh, one gal was dressed like a ballerina she was dancing she was so happy and then there was a guy that was dressed in uh, big pantaloons and a bolero and he was just or uh, I think it's called a bolero anyway he was dancing taking big huge steps each of these people dancing on the dance floor there were others and they had so much joy occasion there was also a woman who was on the dance floor and she was curled up in a ball on the floor like in fetal position she wanted to dance but she was afraid to dance because of what the cost would be for her to dance with Jesus and remember dancing with Jesus meant following him you had to be willing to follow him if you didn't follow him then you weren't going to be able to dance with him so she's laying on the floor she's afraid to get up because of the cost and then I saw I noticed with one dancer they they each had a, a quiver like a bow and arrow quiver they had a quiver on them with little arrows about a foot in length in the quivers they each wore the arrows came in two colors or two I should say two metals or whatever some were gold some were silver they were very intricately designed with all of these little uh, 
I don't know what it was like writing. I don't know what it was on the shaft of each arrow. As they would dance, occasionally they would reach. Each one would reach back and pull an arrow, whether a gold or silver one, out of their quiver, put it in their little bow, which was only about a foot tall, and then set the bow and set the arrow. And then they would turn the quiver or, or the bow around and shoot themselves in the chest. I was shocked. Some of the uh, people, I would see some kind of a little um, infection or something kind of ooze out where the tip of the arrow penetrated their chest. Um, and I saw different things with different ones, but the one thing I didn't see was blood. And I asked the Lord why, in the dream, why was there no blood? He said, because I shed my blood for them. So, so then this woman's on the dance floor. She won't get up. The next thing I see is that uh, there are people standing outside of the dance floor beyond it and they and there are not just people but there are angels and they're not the good guys and they're standing out there with uh, regular huge arrows and they start shooting these arrows across the dance floor they just came in huge numbers and i asked the lord about that and he said psalm 91 so this was i don't know how many years ago this dream was five six seven years ago so 10 years ago i don't even know how long so um the Lord said, when I asked him about the dance, he said, this is called the dying to self dance. And this is the dance we all have to dance if we want to be able to dance with the Lord. Um, okay, so that is the second vision. The first one I described on the first part of this uh, message in the other video. Now, um, I'm going to go into some of the things that Father said with regard to the first vision. You guys... The reason, the, before I do that, the reason the woman wouldn't get up and dance was because she didn't want to go through whatever pain it was going to, it was going to, there was going to be a cost. And she wasn't willing. She was afraid of what it would cost her to actually dance with the Lord, which means to follow him, to follow his lead. And so um, going back into the vision from the other day, that I shared in the first video in this message, the Lord said a couple of things. He brought to mind the scripture that says, uh, he who fears is not made perfect in love. Perfect love casts out fear. So the woman on the dance floor in the second vision that I just shared, the vision of dying to self dance, uh, hadn't been made perfect in love yet. She was afraid of what she would have to go through. And the Lord said this, this is a, uh, mm, he said, if you, first of all, he said, if you don't know how to uh, be made perfect in love, then ask him to perfect you in love. It's, it's truly, you guys, it's a laying down of your own life every day and trusting him more and more and more because he is who he says he is. It's just getting to the place where you no longer trust in your own self, but you trust in him regardless of what you have to go through. Okay, so here's the, uh, here's the next thing he said. If you're not willing to die for him, if you're not willing to die for the Lord, you are not worthy to escape. This is why the video has to be two parts because this part right here is kind of long. Um, he talked to me about the people who, are, who want to escape the things that lie ahead of us and how there are people who there are two camps in that group there are people who want to be taken out let me say it like this people that just want to be taken out they don't want to have to go through anything hard they don't believe they're going to have to go through any 
tribulation. And the Lord says, look at what is going on around the world. Christians are being martyred today. Many Christians are being martyred today. God's trying to teach us something here, you guys. We can't look at those people and then at ourselves and think we're any better. We cannot do that. We can't go, well, yeah, they had to be martyred, and we know that was hard and everything, but God's going to come and take us out of here. I'm not going to get into the debate about timing, even though I just sort of touched on it. I'm just going to say this. When I asked the Lord about this, you've probably heard me say this before. He said to me, the timing of my return is not what's important. The important thing is that everyone will have a meeting with me. They need to be ready for that. You guys, what if Jesus were to come back tomorrow? as so many people think he's just going to come any second. And I know we're supposed to be watching for him. Uh, but what if he plans, or what if Father sends him back tomorrow? Because he doesn't even know when he's returning. So we can't sit down here and guess. We can watch the signs of the time and, and all of that, as Scripture says, and we can tell that the time is drawing near. But we don't know when he's coming. But let's just for a moment suppose that he comes tomorrow. But today you have to go to the grocery store and get pick up a carton of milk and you have uh, you take one of your children with you or your mother with you or your spouse, your husband or your wife with you. And while you're at the store, all of a sudden there's somebody in there that's not following the Lord and they pull out a gun and they point it right at your head and tell you that unless you deny that Jesus is the Christ, you will be killed. And if you say, I won't deny, they then turn the gun and point it at your child or your mother or your sister or your daughter, your wife, your husband, whoever it is, and says if and say, if you don't deny him, I will kill that one. Do you have that resolve in you that would be able to endure going through that without denying the Lord? We don't have a guarantee of when he's going to come back, the timing of all that. We can look around the world and see that there are countless martyrs and that it's continuing every single day. And I believe with all of my heart that God is trying to get us to the point where we realize we are here for the purpose of dying to what we want, to what we think is right, just like I talked about in the last video. But unless we are... Uh, unless we have really made that firm resolve, unless our knees are locked or locked and loaded in that we will not deny, we will not turn, then in that circumstance, it's very possible that we would deny the Lord to save the life of a loved one. We can't afford to do that. The only way we're going to get to the place where we don't do that with and have peace about it is to to really be have so much confidence in the Lord that it does not matter what we see happen we will trust him we will believe him we will die to ourselves every day just like him saying in that last video uh, we are here for the purpose of dying we are here for the purpose of dying to ourselves and what we want so that he can have his way in us so that there is no more rebellion in us and there will not be rebellion in his kingdom so these are these are hard things and here are some of the things that he said he said, if you're not willing to die for him, you are not worthy to escape. So even if he came tomorrow, if you are not willing to lay down your life for him or anything else, you're not worthy to be just taken out of here and 
you know, go up in the clouds and not have to go through all the stuff. This is the time of the testing of our faith. We have got to be purified. He said, uh, <clears throat> he said, you're not worthy to escape. He said, it doesn't mean you will necessarily die. That not, that does not necessarily mean you're going to die. It just means you're not worthy to escape. So your time's not necessarily done he said it also doesn't it also but it does mean you have not died to self that you are still selfish and you still have issues are they issues of fear or pride or doubt or unbelief unforgiveness rebellion what is the issue he's bringing this to our attention so that we will work through this with him individually because he's the only one who knows honestly whether or not we are ready to die to self and it is possibly going to be a physical event where we're literally killed for his name or it is going to be that we don't go through that but we haven't learned to die to self to the point where we stand before him face to face we still have our stuff and we still want to hold on to our stuff and we still want to go into his kingdom holding on to our stuff and saying i'll come and you can be my god by the way i'm bringing all this garbage into your kingdom with me no no it's not going to happen it's not going to happen and <clears throat> so when he talked about uh, being locked and loaded, if you watched the last video, you know what I'm talking about, the man in the vision whose knees were locked and loaded. He said, he said to ask you, are you confident? Is your confidence in him? Are you fully confident in him? I can, I, I've thought about this very thing so many times in my life. What would it be like? And I pray for you guys and for Chuck and me and my whole family that we will not deny the Lord not just in that moment if we're brought to that moment of having to either deny or be physically killed but also in our day-to-day -day living father help us get to the place where we have chosen to martyr ourselves for you for your cause for your for the sake of who you are and for being able to be with you one day help us kill off our own selves you came and paid for us jesus was our martyr yeshua the messiah was our martyr for for us help us be that follow that example help us learn how to dance with him the way he wants to help us learn how to follow him he has to he took the lead are we going to get behind him and follow him or are we just going to get out there and do our own dance or are we going to lay down on the dance floor afraid of what uh, that might look like if we had to give up our own lives so there's this and then he said uh, to he brought to mind all not all but a lot of the um, a lot of his a lot of his disciples and the Old Testament prophets and apostles people who throughout from the beginning to the end who gave up their life for him and it was not an easy thing there were people who were beheaded and just like that's going on today there were people who were uh, crucified people who were um, what are some of the things father stabbed boiled burned uh, put out in prison that's another thing would you be able to stand it you guys I ask myself the same things I keep saying father please strengthen me so that whatever I have to go through I will endure are you able to be thrown into a prison without your all of a sudden you're just gone and 
how are you going to deal with all this stuff? We have to get ready. It is about eternity, but it's also about now. And it's so, all of it is important. I've shared this before. I'll share it again. I'm giving myself just a few more minutes here. Um, back in 2006, seven, some of you have heard me say this before. I'm going to say it again. A vision of seeing my mother and one of my sisters on standing on a gallows. There were uh, a big platform. There were... Uh, there was a guillotine there. There was a man that was the guy that was going to chop off their heads if they said they wouldn't deny the Lord. And they had been given that choice. And I knew in the vision, and I know in real life, that will not happen. They will not deny him. They have grown in their relationships with him. Uh, they know they will never deny him. They know that. I've talked to, I said this in the last, in the, in part one of this video, I know people who are destined, I hate to use that word, but they are uh, set apart for martyrdom. I'll say it like that. And are you one of those people? Do you know if you're one of those people? Because I know some of, some of you are. And I know some of you know that you are, and some of you don't know that you are yet, but you are. And some of you are not, so don't get all freaked out. But go to the Lord and ask him, Father, is this something you have for me? And if it is, help me be ready for that time. Because that's what I asked him when I had that vision back in 2006, and I saw uh, and knew that they would not deny the Lord. I knew they'd be beheaded, and I knew... <laughs> I needed to be strengthened in my walk with him. I needed to be strengthened in my faith with him because that was terrifying to me. So I asked him and I've watched as over the years, he's continued to strengthen me for whatever I have to go through. Are you being strengthened? You guys, it isn't a thing where you're just all of a sudden going to have strength. It's a thing where you're going to have to submit to the Lord every day. You're going to have to, and even when you fail, you just get back up and you keep going. It's a thing where you have to learn more about him, know him better. Sorry, that was my cat. I don't know what that was all about. <laughs> where you know him better and you're not willing to uh, turn away no matter what you experience. Okay, so ask him to do that in you. Ask him to bring whatever he needs to bring into your life to help you. And then go through the trials knowing this is for God's glory. This is for, um, it's for your good. It doesn't sound like it's good when we're talking about, are you willing to die? That doesn't sound like a fun thing. But God is looking at his people and saying, how much do you love me? And if you're still in fear, then you have not been made perfect in your love because my love, the love that's the perfect love is going to cast out fear. So you guys, um, I think, Father, is there anything else? Just take things to him. Ask him to help you. He's going to, he loves you. And to the babies, this is, thank you, Father. This, I've got to say this, to the babies in Christ, some of you are just even hearing the message, this is scary to you. You guys, 
it's one of the reasons I've wrestled so much the last few days since he gave me the vision about the man with his knees locked and loaded. I'm used to what I had years ago. I understand about the dance on being on the dance floor. I understand about the woman who wouldn't get up and uh, dance. Oh, I forgot to say this. I think I told you that there were angels and people standing outside the dance floor and all of a sudden these big, huge, full length, maybe I didn't, full length arrows came flying across the dance floor in that vision. And the Lord, when I asked him about it, he said, Psalm 91. So go read Psalm 91 because the Lord has many promises in that Psalm if we will abide in him stay in him. So that includes not just the day-to-day -day things that we have to go through, the hard things that all of a sudden just come out of nowhere. That includes being in that moment where our faith is truly put to the test. Our allegiance to Father is truly put to the test. Will we bow the knee to anyone but him? Or will we get ourselves off the throne? Will we be willing to face whatever we have to face and endure whatever we have to endure? For, for the creator of all things and the opportunity that we have to be able to be with him throughout eternity. God bless you guys. I hope that these messages bless you. I hope that um, I've made sense because there's just so much and I'm gonna see, see if there's anything else on the pages. I think I think I gave you everything that he gave me. Um, I'm going to end with this, what he said in the very beginning. He said, will you pray for this kind of heart? Will you pray for the heart of being a martyr? Will you pray for that? Will you ask him to do that work in you to get you so very much um, dead to yourself? and completely all his. Will you pray for that kind of heart, the martyr's heart? Let's see. And to remind you again, he said the trials will keep coming. They will continue to increase. And that he said, um, I gave it in another message where he said hard things. Let's see. Hard things will come in rapid fire progression. The word rapid fire has meaning. And I cannot tell you what that is without this uh, possibly being um, maybe getting in trouble on this channel because rapid fire if you think about that and it's not talking about shooting guns and all that there's another kind of uh, there's another word that's used for when you think about rapid fire rapid fire produces another thing it's called I can't say it. So anyway, just pray about it. Or you can message me and I'll tell you. But just, you guys, uh, just remember, God wants your knees locked and loaded like the man in the vision. You do not bow to Baal. You do not bow to your own will. You do not bow to anybody or anything. Whether you're standing in front of a someone who's going to take your life or the life of a loved one or going to cart you off to some prison somewhere. You do not bow. You simply follow, obey God, stay rigid. Oh, this is the last thing. He reminded me. Um, thank you, Father. As I continued to pray about the whole thing about being um, about the man when he fell, one of the things that he showed me, because he didn't, the man did not shatter, and I know I said that in previously, but in that vision when the man fell, 
I can't remember if it was like yesterday or the day before, as I continued to just pray about it and consider it, the Lord, I kept seeing the man shattered. He hadn't shattered when he'd fallen, but after he fell, he shattered. And the Lord said that that is uh, when someone is martyred, it's because all of his parts, the man, just all the pieces went in all kinds of directions. That's what happens when people are martyred, you guys. It's like the seed that has to fall to the ground and die, like Jesus talked about. Uh, when one of God's people is martyred, then it's like it just waters the seed of, um, or it waters the ground for more harvest. So God bless you guys. I think I hear somebody knocking at the door. I better go check and see what that is. I will be back with Chuck tonight for morning sessions. It'll be one o'clock in the morning. God bless you. Please write, leave your comments. Thank you to all of our subscribers. Again, thank you to all of you who are helping us financially. Thank you to all of our prayer teams, our, I mean, our all the prayer warriors and uh, everyone who's involved in this ministry. You guys, we love you all. Please keep us in your prayers. Um, and we will be back this evening and then tomorrow, prayer video and more. Talk to you later. Bye for now.